0: Welcome, everyone, to the weekly spotlight from Diversity and Apps. My name is Kabir Seth.
1: And I'm Amy Kraft.
0: And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Diversity and Apps is a grassroots coalition. We're made up of researchers, producers, parents, and educators. And our mission is to raise awareness and engage in research about the need for inclusive, equitable, and diverse children's media. And on this podcast, that's one of the ways we do that is through this podcast, We highlight a couple articles that we're going to have in our newsletter that goes out every Sunday. Um, We discuss them. um, We make you get interested in them and hopefully um, read them and send them out to like-minded folks. Um, Every week we try to bring on people from the children's industry who are working on this issue, talking about this issue, researching this issue, etc., um, this week, unfortunately, in the dog days of summer, we don't have a guest, but I promise next week we definitely will. So, with that, we want to start um, with our first set of articles. And this, actually, this article Amy sent this to me. Um, big news this week, Amy: a woman was nominated officially for president. Did you hear about this?
1: Oh, I did hear something
0: about this. <laughs> yes, yes. This was uh, I have to say, convention.
1: I got a little choked up.
0: You did. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. It
1: was. I, I mean, uh, obviously, we've known that this was the case for months, right. but it was still a moment.
0: Yeah, it felt yeah. amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, we've known she's the presumptive nominee, but you're right. Like, there's something about the moment. Also, I, I, that roll call. I really liked how, um, you know, the the people that were um, sort of signing in the delegates. Um, I, I sort of love that. Um, the woman who, who was, um, I can't remember what state she was from, where she was alive prior to women having the right to vote. Exactly. And and so that was pretty awesome. And then sort of ending it with Bernie was, was great too. But, um, yeah, so the, the article that we were talking about, um, way back in 1995. So actually not that long ago, Walmart actually, um, pulled a shirt from their stores, that had a character on it that said, "Someday a woman will be president," and they pulled the shirt because they said that it um went against their family values walmart 's family values after
1: um, a customer had complained that it was right offensive. exactly
0: um, it was unbelievable i um when you sent this to me i my jaw dropped it was just so crazy and Um, Even when we were talking about this pre-show, I was like, this was 85, right? And you were (laughs) like, nope, it was 1995. That's right, recent history. And not only were you alive, Camille, you were like 15 years old. Like this was, yeah, (laughs) very recent. And um, the person who designed um, the shirt, she is actually a, you know, she had a very interesting story. So she sort of um, talked about how... When she was growing up, and she was playing with her older cousin, um, the cousin told her, "You know, you can be the secretary, and I'll be the president." And then she said, "You know, on Monday it was fine, Tuesday it was okay, but Wednesday it was like I'm going to be the president." And then, you know, her cousin was like, "Boys are never sec- are are never boys are never secretaries, and girls are never presidents." And so, <laughs> she took the papers and flung them at her cousin and said, "You know, just walked away." Um, it was quite funny to to hear this anecdote, and then of course, this was like pre social media and all this stuff after this um after Walmart pulled the shirts, then everybody wanted them right so it was uh it was like totally fascinating to read it and then um Walmart actually posted a statement later saying, you know um it still pains us that we made this mistake twenty years ago so they At good it, on walmart for, yeah for exactly exactly day. um it's you so had...
1: interesting that like i it's i take it as such a given of like
0: it, of course women can do these things right whether right.
1: or not i thought i'd see it in my lifetime is another story i think yeah. that's why i was a little moved this week um but it's it's so interesting that that would be controversial
0: yeah yeah i um a friend of mine Posted on Facebook, she has two daughters, and her older daughter, I think, is, like, eight or nine, and she posted this, um, something where, like, her daughter came up to her that she was, like, in the kitchen, and she just said, uh, Mommy, boys, uh, boys can be doctors, too, right? Not just girls. <laughs> and her, her mom was like, "Yes, boys can be, can be doctors too." It was so funny um, to well, to that's see.
1: where you get all the think pieces, right? Of like, what's going to happen to our boys? Our boys yeah. have no role models.
0: Uh, right. So I think they'll be okay. <laughs> um, so you had a you had a companion piece to this as well, right? About
1: well, um, it just made me it brought to mind Land's End in very oh. um brought in Gloria Steinem as part of a legend series. Right. right. I understand Gloria Steinem is not everyone's favorite, but they brought her in to talk about women's equality and just for a clothing brand to kind of just do that as a, Hey, this is nice kind of thing. And it became such an uproar, um, (laughs) but that they had to pull it. And like, so it's so interesting that like women talking about equal rights continues to be controversial this right. year, like so, right. here we are talking about 1995. You thought it was 1985, but this year we're still talking about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It,
1: and of course, we're talking about in the election.
0: Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, not to to go too deep on it, but like, there's a clear gender gap, and sort of talking about how how women react to her, and then even yesterday there was a piece, I guess, the BBC some reporter said something about her um Hillary shrill voice and sort of mm-hmm. the connotation of what shrill means but um really fascinating um stuff i thought it it really um it it shows how far we've come that you know now this wouldn't be controversial at all but at the same time how recent that was so right. history is a interesting thing so so and yeah, I think we'll, if
1: we've learned nothing this week, it's like know your history.
0: <laughs> yeah, well said. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so definitely take a look at the piece. We'll we'll put it in the show notes, or we'll put it, we'll have it in the newsletter. But um, definitely take a look at it, especially the the T-shirt itself, and then they have a a, a headline to it. So, um, so Amy, you wanted to talk about the next article, right?
1: Yeah. So, um, have you seen the trailers for Disney's Moana?
0: I did. I did.
1: Uh, yeah. One, they're beautiful. They're just—it's yeah. just so lovely, and I want to go to there. Right, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that kind of vacation you kind of. Yeah. Came
0: up. Exactly. Um, exactly.
1: But this is like um, taking place thousands of years ago in mm-hmm. fictional Oceana, but like really, we're talking about the Pacific Islands. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it got a lot of buzz really early on. In fact, there's um, a Miss Magazine post of it from October uh, in 2014 talking about just the teaser and kind of uh, cautiously optimistic about rate this Pacific Islander princess character entering the Disney universe and a lot of people were just excited on that teaser alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week Animation Magazine kind of gave the rundown of Disney has rounded out the voice cast and voice cast is something we talk about a lot in right. our DIG toolkit for diversity and apps. Because it's something, you know, I personally think about this a lot because I do a lot of voiceover recording for the games that I work on. Mm-hmm. And I am completely guilty of working mostly with white people. Right. And it's, it's that thing of... you work with some really talented people who have incredible range because this is what they do for a living. And so when it comes time to cast, it's like, well, that person's great. That person can do Mm -hmm. 20 voices. I'm going to cast that person. It's so easy. Um, But as we think about, you know, the different representations of what our characters look like, having the voices match those characters is like a huge thing that we can all be working on. So, um, Disney released this list, it's some amazing list of people who actually are Pacific Islanders or have uh, Pacific Islander heritage, and it's just lovely. So they cast um, Dwayne Johnson as the, the known lead, um, and then they cast this young woman, um, let me find her name, um, Aloui Um, and they cast her by literally seeing hundreds of girls in the Pacific Islands. Like they went there to cast it and they found this this young woman and she, right. she there's featurettes of her online that you can see and she just looks delightful. Um, but Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords from New Zealand is in there, Nicole Scherzinger, um, and a bunch of other people who are from that area. And I was so impressed with that they had done that, that they yeah. had like gone the mile. And I was also in the Miss Magazine article, she was saying uh, the creators of it, uh, the two directors are the directors that did The Little Mermaid right. and Aladdin. And, and there was
0: some Francis, concern.
1: Yeah, John Musker and Ron Clements. And there was concern that they were just treating it from an exotic point of view, like, mm-hmm. so nice there. Um <laughs> And like the, it's also mysterious, but that they've really gone to do the research and they've gone and cast the right people. And yeah. so I think from as we think about it from our toolkit perspective, those are these amazing steps. These are great steps forward in how you make a movie, right. how you make any piece of kids media.
0: Yeah, I think you touched on it that um, we actually sort of um, talked about music and voiceover when we were in a meeting and sort of i think we all sort of realized it goes back to um you have a tendency to go back to people you've worked with before like you were saying and then you know realizing how critical that is to um a a product and having to reach outside um you would your normal comfort zone and so it's great i think disney obviously is Always under the microscope um, mm-hmm. in terms of what they're doing, just because everything they do is very big, um, and so to, for them to sort of take these steps is just smart, um, and you know it, it makes a lot of sense um, to have that connection back to um, the world that that you're you're trying to create. I think obviously the the um, the Miss Magazine article brings up quite a, you know some other points that I think we should definitely. Um, you know that we should post on but the um it's good to see them that the miss magazine article sort of came out a few months ago and then this came out this week and sort of shows that okay some of our fears are being um addressed right by -hmm. by taking these steps so
1: yeah and it's interesting because reading this miss magazine article and then sort of exactly as you're saying we're seeing progress yeah it's almost like i feel myself having to let go of like but why is her waist still so small why aren't there women writing this and yeah you know like yeah. there's all these other things that they could do to be more perfect but i think by like encouraging everyone's forward push into yeah. progress like if yeah. we start to celebrate that <laughs> and, and uh, listen i'm as guilty as anyone of like now i want this and now i want mm-hmm. this and now i want this but that this is great news that they're right. just making progress
0: yeah exactly i think that's that's well said it's sort of um it these things take time it's like you said like what you said about um a woman being president you know you weren't sure if you would see it in your lifetime you you were you were confident it would happen but you weren't sure mm-hmm. it was so like these things take time but you know, we, we keep pushing the rock up the hill, right? And um, and and that doesn't mean you sort of um, you can pat Disney on the back here for doing the, the right thing. But you, I mean, there are things to point out, like you said, like this. There are male. They're all basically this thing is stacked with men, right? With the mm-hmm. exception, I think, of one producer. And you know, there still is sort of this feeling that um, they're masking what the story is about right they don't come out like you can't tell from the title of the film that it's about a girl protagonist what? and you know there's been some criticism that they've done that with brave they did that with frozen tangled sort of unclear what um and you know there's probably some marketing behind that but look the point is they're gonna they're gonna market this to boys and girls and and um they've they've made a little bit of progress <laughs> we'll stay on top of them and mm-hmm. and you know they'll continue to 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 do that so um but I also
1: think I always think from like my gendered perspective like I'm mm-hmm. excited that they've brought in so many people of color on this project so yeah. it's great like even to the writers uh Teka Watiti is writing it Lin-Manuel Miranda is doing music for it and so it's like there's so much greatness about that that you know not that I want to take a backseat on having women play a role in this but like we can celebrate that too
0: good point yeah yeah there's clearly a lens there that the diversity lens there. So, um, so that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of, of people of color, um, as a and sort forward of fo- progress, <laughs> yeah. As a sort of follow up a couple weeks ago, we talked about, um, the many forms of, of diversity coming to comic books, the actual physical comic books that you go pick up at the store. Um, that I used to go pick up every Tuesday, um, I would make my mom drive to the, to the comic book store every single Tuesday and pick up a new Batman. Um, this week, or, or sorry, last week was Comic-Con in San Diego. Um, and, you know, this is a a massive event, 150,000 people. Um, and there's a New York Times piece this week talking about how um, there was the usual, um, you know, basically what happens at comic-con is there a ton of sort of movie teases movie trailers news actors um, directors producers are are all there with fans um, talking about what's coming next and um, last week we had a lot more diversity than we were used to seeing Um, you take something like the black panther movie being directed by ryan kugler it's it's starring four black leads um, I'm super psyched to see this movie. Um, Black Panther was in the last um, Avengers movie, right? Um, yeah, I think it was the Avengers movie and um, and he was awesome. So I'm excited to see this. And then uh, Miss Marvel, Wait. Also, um,
1: it's worth saying we get to see Lupita Nyong'o in person yeah, in Black yes, Panther. Like, yes. I I loved her in Star Wars, but I wished I had been able to see the actress in that role, right. not the special effects.
0: Yeah, yeah that that should go. Um, that should not be missed. She she, it's definitely great to see her. I I um, I I agree. I liked her. I thought she was an interesting character in Star Wars, but again, you sort of like didn't get to see the actress, which. Mm-hmm. Um, was disappointing. And so. it was
1: a moving role that the the moments between her and Ray could have been so
0: just stronger right. if
1: uh, if we had seen her face.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think um she could have sort of they could have elevated that to um her to a different sort of level of like mm-hmm. a Yoda level. But yeah, um I I agree and um and they also talked about at, at Comic-Con they had uh, Miss Marvel was revealed to be actress, Larson, which yeah, uh, Twitter basically melted down. Um, I, that phrase Twitter melted down, like Twitter melts down. It seems like, like twice a day. So, um, I've I also I been noticing
1: know. like someone gets eviscerated like every five minutes. Yes.
0: <laughs> eviscerated. That's right. That is a great word. They use that all the time. So, so
1: Twitter's melting down. People are eviscerated. This, has, this right,
0: is right. Right. All these things. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman. Um, you know, a uh, female director, obviously starring a um, a, a female lead. Um, the trailer of the film was uh, was out, and then Thor had two um, two black actors in it. So, you know, there's or yeah, there there, uh, Idris Elba, your favorite. Oh, um, <laughs> I know. Like everything in this article <laughs> fell away. I know. Just I like- know. Oh, what, what's doing <laughs> um, So, I mean, it's great to see sort of what we talked about in the physical comics now translating onto the screen um, and people getting super psyched about it. And um, as much as you can be disappointed that we keep having so many superhero films or that superhero films seem to be now the the new normal mm-hmm. to sort of see this diversity or see the world reflected in the movies that are going to dominate what the next ten years um, or five years at least is is pretty exciting and I would be remiss not to talk about Suicide Squad which comes out next Friday and the big winner there again seems to be Margot Robbie um, who is playing. It's
1: interesting because if you watch any of the trailers mm-hmm. like. Um, She is like the gravitational pull of the whole thing. Like, you can, you can. Feel it just watching right. it, like I mean, not only because she's often like on screen, which is amazing for like an ensemble that she gets so much screen time just in the trailers, mm-hmm. but it's it's so clearly because it's warranted, you know. Right? It's like, oh, right. who are these guys? I don't care, and that's even with Will Smith in the mix, who's yeah. like so charismatic always. But it's just like, nope, nope, don't want him. Don't want this guy. Don't want Jared Leto and his amazing Joker. I just right. want to see her.
0: Yeah, that's so well said. I, I completely agree. Like even when I'm watching the trailer, it's just like when exactly when she's on the screen, it's so magnetic. Um, Mm -hmm. You can just feel the energy um, that she brought to the character, and I'm super psyched um, to see. And it's
1: kind of nice because it's not just because she's sexy,
0: right? Right.
1: It's just I mean, obviously that's (laughs) probably a lot of the screen time, but um, she's just magnetic,
0: right? I think she like she has from what we can tell in the trailer she has taken in this character right like harley quinn is is crazy and so like you can like feel that coming off it's like similar to um to the joker um to um the joker performance in in bat in the batman movies Mm -hmm. um whether it was jack or with uh the name is escaping Um, me now he's uh, uh, yeah or with Heath um both of those were just incredible in that that uh, magnetic pull so um so it should be great so yeah obviously I think my
1: kids are not gonna be seeing Suicide Squad yeah. but I'm I'm actually psyched for like the delay of Wonder Woman which sounds crazy because it's taken yeah. so long to get Wonder Woman on screen but maybe right. my son will be old enough to take with me <laughs> <laughs> when I go like that would be exciting I have to say my husband and my daughter have already like Okay, you can go see superhero movies by yourself. So I'm counting on the boy, because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, as you said, it's the new norm. But I still have an appetite for them, particularly for something like Captain Marvel, for Wonder right, Woman. You know, I'm right. excited to see these stories on screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. What did
1: you that's... did you watch the Wonder Woman trailer?
0: Yeah, I did. What would you did? think? I was I'm excited for it. I think um, I watched the Justice League one more than once, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I might... Yeah, that I, looks I th- great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they fixed the tone there, so... Um, yeah. that. But I think I,
1: that's why, like, you know, I know a lot of my diehard comic fans are psyched that they are getting Wonder Woman just right. It's a little gritty to me. Like, I uh-huh. want it to have more levity like we saw in the Justice League
0: trailer. Yeah. yeah. I guess that was always the attraction to comics, was the levity mm-hmm. and. Um, at least for me, and it, it just, um, I don't know where that that got lost. I think maybe with the Batman movies. I think um, it was
1: with the Batman movies. So. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I guess, like- yeah, it's sort of missing the fact that Batman has sort of always had a, well, I don't know, I guess that's not, like the Frank Miller Batman stuff. Um, when he did the comics, that was sort of when Batman got much grittier. But mm-hmm. you always got the feeling that Batman was, much like he was a loner and sort of like mm-hmm. Robin was there, but he was always a little gruff with Robin too. Um, <laughs> right. So
1: I think part of my problem is I wasn't a comics reader. I was a comic watcher. I grew yeah. up with Adam West and Linda Carter and right. Lou Ferrigno. And yeah, that's you know, so true. Like those, those were my version of the superheroes. Yeah. So like we always talk about like the star Wars, that's your star Wars is the one that you had as a kid. Right. Um, you know, so these were my superheroes. So I mm-hmm. love, I, like even now, I love watching the Linda Carter Wonder Woman because it's just, it's sweet and funny, but she's still badass. And uh, I just really That's like that. That's
0: true. I watched, yeah, the, I watched the, um, the, the 60s Batman um, when I was little. Was it 60s? I don't know. The 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 one that was on TV and always had um you know it was like very like had the bat phone and yeah you know yeah. the um like <laughs> it, it was like I remember that Batman and then I think as I got older I got more into sort of the Frank Miller stuff and then right. but I um yeah that, that oh and then Justice it.
1: watching like Justice League cartoon. right <laughs>
0: right yeah watching <laughs> Justice Friend, League yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 um yeah, I was never a Marvel guy, which, in retrospect, might have been a mistake. So.
1: I agree. Like, I think I would have loved Marvel, but yeah, do the yeah. other stuff better. Oh, yeah. the one thing we didn't talk about with Marvel, especially as, like, uh, we were talking about a couple weeks ago, is that um, feminist writer Roxane Gay was hired to write some of the Black Panther stuff with uh, Ton Hazy Coats. Which oh, is, nice amazing because yeah. now we have a black female writer at marvel like right right you know, we did yeah. it
0: it was all yeah. because of <laughs> us amy it is like,
1: you know we got the diversity <laughs> in apps bump and now Roxanne gay is writing black panther um
0: <laughs> our work is so, done for 2016 right,
1: exactly right. <laughs> and like the comics that she'll be writing will have queer representation like there's just so much so much happening right so right. I think what what comic fans were saying, um, just in general, you can feel that where it used to be one little panel in the Mm -hmm. side room about diversity, now this is much more main stage events happening at Comic-Con. So, again, we can mark the progress here.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think um, this week is is sort of a week to sort of recognize that the the rock is going up the hill like yeah um, that's a great the, way to put it unfortunately yeah yeah the uh it's a it's a milestone i i totally agree with you i think um it's just a reflection of a ch- a changing america i think like um and that in in sort of every aspect that you see whether it's the comic book whether it's on film um whether it's the animated story that they're showing to the kids, it's a reflection of of that world that the kids are consuming and the world that they're seeing. Um, So it's exciting, Um, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I think it's really good for all these companies to recognize that there's a bigger audience out there for them. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: I think that keeps getting underscored by the success of these things,
0: too. Right, So it's like,
1: yes, do this and you will be rewarded.
0: yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. I think it's, um, taking a, you know, it's, it's weird to call it a risk, but basically going outside of your comfort zone of the story that you're telling or the people that you're putting out on your screen, your audience will reward you for that. And you will, um, you will find new, a, a new audience and even realize, um, was available to you. So, um, yeah, it's great. I think at weeks like this, it it does show you that we're the uh, what's the line Obama always uses the the um, arc of arc of the unir- oh, moral it's, universe. Oh, it's is long, line, but it bends. But towards it bends justice. towards justice. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, awesome. So I think that's going to cover us for this week. Um, I promise next week we'll have a guest, um, and we will. Um, We'll be talking about the new Latin princess from Disney. so, So look forward to that. Thanks, Amy. Sure. Take care.
1: Thanks, everybody.